Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Can you f***ing believe? Yeah. I know. I, I mean, like, no, but like, yeah. But yeah. But it, yeah. But yeah. No, but yes. No, but. But yeah. Heads will roll. Welcome to Disrespectfully. With Katie Maloney and Dana Kathan. Unapologetically. We're here to do what we want to do. Spilling the tea. Babe, you're going to see the power of women. Like, disrespectfully. This podcast is honestly turning into AMC in terms of like, <laughs> we come here to laugh, to cry. Sometimes, somehow, feel. heartbreak feels good in a place like this. <laughs> oh, well. Doesn't I, it though? I'm in fine form today. Which one of us is doing worse, would you say, or better? What's in that cup? This is coffee. If you say so. Maybe a little something, something. Really? Who No. Oh, it's just s- coffee. I wish it was an alcohol. Do, you know do we have alcohol? I have a little something, something right here. Should we do a shot? Tequila. Okay, let's do one. I'm going to, I'm about to like transcend. I'm about to like taste color. Sounds you can feel. Dazzling images on a silver screen. <laughs> I can't wait for the sequel of that too, Nicole. If you're listening, because I bet Nicole can. Oh, is she doing to this. it? Allegedly, oh. the sequel's never as good but as the original. So it. I know I don't. It's, I know. it's so good the way it is because they didn't even know what they didn't even know what they had. They didn't know what they had. Do you know my favorite Benny drama video of all time is him recreating that at Coachella? Have you seen it? No. He recreates it frame by frame. So like he walks in a puddle near, and he like walks through the porta potties, and he's like somehow heartbreak feels good in a place <laughs> like this. It's. One of the best pieces. Oh of my god! Art Somehow on the it doesn't though. Somehow having your heart broken at Coachella would feel infinitely worse. Mm, mm-hmm. But in the movie theater, feels great. It does. It's dark. You can cry gently. No it's one will see your bedroom. And the only other place where heartbreak might feel good, or all of the things she says, is like on an airplane. My favorite place to cry is on an airplane. Oh, back in the day when I used to do stand up, I had a joke about being in the Mile High Club because I would always fuck my seatmate by choosing the <laughs> most upsetting movie <laughs> of all time to watch and yeah. have all the feelings I've ever had happen at 30,000 feet. No, I would I had a selective movie list. Oh yeah. of movies that make me cry that I would purposely watch just to sob on a plane. I'll go on an airplane and watch Steel Magnolias. <laughs> oh, okay. Wow. How many drinks can one podcast have? That is the question. Cheers. Be such a mess. Ugh. Okay, I'm scared. Come on, that noise. Good for you. Mama, can you hear me? Should we do one more? No. Okay. Chill out. Anyway, what the fuck even is this podcast today? So, no, crying on an airplane feels really good. Yeah. I don't know why. Is there something scientific that happens on a plane that makes you cry? I don't know. Is it like a cabin pressure thing? I don't know what it is, but every single person I know, this is a collective experience. That's this is the tie that binds. I think, no, I think that there's something about it. I think I actually heard something sometime ago that I forgot. <laughs> Next time you have tension. I'm really helpful with information (laughs) the next time you're having tension with someone you should just be like what's your airplane cry movie ice broken mine 
for the longest time was Greatest Showman. But it's not on the plane anymore, so I need a new one. I've never seen that. What? And someone was saying it's like one of their favorite movies. Oh my God, it's so good. And it's just without fail. Hmm. Tears. Okay. That Hugh Jackman. He's a daddy. He, yep. he can stay. He can stay. He can stay. And Zac, Zac Afron. Mm-hmm. The two, the two of them together mm. really did it for me. When they were workshopping, like the music for it, and they're like in like a conference room, singing, and it's the most powerful thing I've ever seen. That makes me cry. Does it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's emotional. They so, really get into it. Yeah, I'm very emotional. <laughs> okay. Anyways, moving along. I'm. How are you doing? What's what happened to you? What did you do last night? I went bowling. Without me is devastating. Who'd you go bowling with? I went bowling with some, a couple of my friends and then their friends. Okay. So strangers too. I met strangers last night. Well, you ain't strangers to, anymore. I went, <laughs> you go bowling together. I was the sexiest bowling alley I've ever been to in my life. I walked in. I was like, what is this? There was leather couches. It smelled of rich mahogany. Everyone had like really cool mustaches there. And like you could see that like. The mechanics that were like moving the pins down. It wasn't like your typical bowling alley. I was okay. like, mm. were you looking for a handlebar to ride or what? <laughs> Ew. I was open to it, but no, 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 no. It didn't happen. Whereabouts in LA is this? Like what area? It was in Highland Park. It was a very cool neighborhood. Are you a good bowler? To hell fucking You're a no. bad bowler. In 13 frames, I bowled a 79. <laughs> you know, you tried. Okay. Hmm. Did you use the bumpers? No, girl, not at all. I got one strike. I will say that, but I throw I threw so many gutters. It's insane. But I got nails, and these are glued on. They're still on. Actually, that shout speaks out to, to their, quickies. That speaks to their integrity. I am an excellent bowler. Bowling is one of my favorite things to do. You know when they talk about like that <laughs> chick when we were talking about she was like thought she was better than the Cheesecake Factory. If someone took me bowling on a date, like you're probably getting laid. High likelihood. Unless they're dainty, <laughs> unless they do twinkle toes and they're like pink. In which case, I'm never seeing you. There's again, always, but- you know, there's always that one lane that's taking it really serious, and they're like pissed at everyone else that they're like just me amateur. I'm the, I'm the lane. Okay, but no, there's you know there's these guys next to us. They're like all these. Everyone here is just they don't bowl seriously. I'm like no sh- fucking shit. Did they say that out loud? Yes. Mm. I think someone threw a ball into like the little thing that comes down. You know, I don't know why they did it. That was weird and messed up. But they're like, well, of course, no one here like actually bowls. And I'm like, obviously, what what do you mean? This is just it's like a bowl. Like we're not at one of those bowling uh, alleys that like leagues play at. You can tell by the way they throw and the way they like their toe comes out probably pretty well oh mine goes out and i stay in in my pose until i look at the ball because i tell it where to go i hate that moment where the ball's going down the lane and you don't know what to do oh that's what i do i stay in position please hold i oh i don't know if i'm allowed to get up that's really pretty i like i like throw it and i kind of like stand there and i'm like it's like fight flight or freeze yeah you just i don't know what to do with my hands do i turn around and look at the people go no no because they're all looking you don't want to watch them looking it's i know too intimate. you have to like find the right pair of pants to wear because your butt ass look good as long as you're not doing twinkle toes i think you're fine <laughs> can you show twinkle twinkle toes? oh god it's i don't have <laughs> enough room in here to show twinkle toes. <clears throat> fred like, flintstone like... <laughs> they can't they can't like um fit all their steps in the 
thing. Is that what you mean? Yeah. Yeah. On the other hand of that, I have um, with someone that I dated that I was ugh, obsessed with. We went bowling on our first date. Do you remember this? And it was like, it, it kind of looked like the scene. This is so toxic. But Maddie and Nate and Euphoria, when they go bowling, he's like picking her up. We were we were going to like second base and there were kids next to us. We did not care. And he, he was like hoisting me around. Oh, this guy, yeah. <sighs> that life ruined Hoist, her. Hoisting me around. He was hoisting. He was hoist. Well, I'm glad you had a great time. Yeah, but today was really rough. I like woke up and I first I did the panic wake up where I was like, what time is it? I didn't set an alarm. Well, you, move. you texted our group chat and you said like, the struggle is unbelievable. The struggle is unbelievable. And I was like, are you being kidnapped? Like, what is, I don't, is this ransom? Like, I don't, I was like, what does that mean? Living is hard mm-hmm. today. Mm-hmm. Live, just existing was really hard. I'm pretty nauseous, but on all I had was red wine, but I knew this was going to happen and I knew we were going to record. I don't get like nauseous. It's just like, I feel like my head wants to pop. It's like floating 10 feet above me, like a balloon and wants to just pop. I'm like gobbling. Gob, goblin, goblining before your eyes. Is this what you look like as a goblin? Then you're a fucking liar. No, 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 no. But you don't know. What don't I know? <laughs> I don't know what I don't know, Katie. So you're gonna have to tell me. This makeup is from yesterday morning. Mm. This is also goblin behavior. Putting on makeup and leaving it on for days at a time, <laughs> and just like adding to it. Don't come to me, or don't come to me. <laughs> Don't come for me. <laughs> should we just stop recording right now? Should we just wrap? Should we just should we just fucking call it a wrap? <laughs> you guys, I'll do this. I'm gonna get I to want it. more tequila, by the way. Can I have another oh, shot? Oh, I got this. I got this. I got this. I got this. Okay. I got it. Do you? <laughs> okay, so I will say that the um Patrick Starr's one size setting spray is the greatest thing that's ever happened. Do you you spray your face with it? You can you can feel the makeup like just <laughs> suctioning onto your face that shit i i had to do my makeup yesterday morning for interviews for vanderbump at nine o'clock in the morning okay <laughs> 24 hours and then by like last night when i went to go bowling with my friends i was like my makeup was so perfect and you can work up a sweat bowling sometimes well i yeah because i bowl so hard and then <laughs> that 79 really shows. she takes it super cereal <laughs> Go on Patrick Touch a Doc and be like, I can can attest, stays on for 24 hours during thought behavior. XOXO <laughs> gossip girl. I I worked up more of a sweat taking those slutty ass pictures when I got home. Okay. Anyways. Oh, you guys, yeah, I went to post something today and I was on Katie's phone and I saw myself a cute I'd like to know who that went to. Speaking of thirst traps, we were posting you know, I'll the video tell. of our thirst trap combo. And we used the song photograph by Nickelback. I will never tell. So I just basically like wiped my face, added concealer, mm. curled my eyelashes, added more eyeliner. Like I'm either going to have like the most epic breakout of my life, like may never, my dermis may never recover. You can get away with that because my skin can't handle it, but your skin can handle it. I don't know that it can. Do the sound. <clears throat> Let's just do some tequila ASMR. Okay, just a splash. Just a splash. Okay. <laughs> so my dermis may never recover, but I try. I try to lie to myself and say like, "Well, my my makeup that I use on my face has like skincare in it." Well, <laughs> true, but you have good enough skin you can get away. I would break out, but your skin is glowing. Oh, cheers to twenty four hour stay makeup. <laughs> cheers to the one size setting spray.
what even is this episode? Gobbling before your eyes, everybody. You wouldn't know it because um, I look presentable, but underneath this, it's gross. It's 24-hour-old makeup. I didn't take a shower. My hair is so greasy. It's Hot. disgusting. Hot. Like, I did brush my teeth. Okay. I changed, you know, like I put I put eye drops in. I have fresh contacts in. There's, you know, I'm, I took care of hygiene a little bit as much as I could, minus a shower. Hygiene. <laughs> I'm not totally disgusting. It's just the makeup, that's pretty fucking gross. I haven't washed my face in over 24 and, hours. And that's look, pretty gross. And you look like a 10. So imagine. I, again, this would not be, Raleigh does it too. My eyelashes would be crinkled together. They'd be French braided. Yeah. <laughs> I would be walking here like, my precious. Hmm. When we are overly intoxicated i sometimes like i crash at your place i like it when we do a 50 step skincare sometimes we do it and that's part of the evening it's part of the experience yeah no that is that's the purpose that's the purpose and we both wake up refreshes you know i actually dunked my face in a bowl of ice water this morning wow so i was gonna i was gonna ice roll my face but i didn't have time i needed to sit and disassociate on the couch for 15 minutes that'd be the real test for the settings bray dunking your face in water ice rolling i'm sh- not this is waterproof this this is like this there is something that just completely you know what just leave it till you record next week and let's see so it's supposed to be good for your i think it's your vega nerve vague i want to say vegas is it vegas vegas fuck i was gonna say vegas is, but then i was like it's not ve- a city it's like something to do with cortisol levels so i had been doing it but it also helps with puffiness and i looked busted the last like episode or two because i've been out busted, busted not bussing not to be confused with bussin, I look busted. So I put the ice water, oh. ice water bowl, uh. and you're supposed to hold your face in it for ten seconds at a time. It actually hurts, but like people, no, I love it. People, yeah, it like it's a good hurt. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Kinky. And I was like just trying to rid myself of the red wine inflammation. I feel like it helped a little, but also just you know helped me wake up. But yeah, I knew as I was drinking the red wine that I shouldn't have done it, but I did. It wasn't my choice. Someone else selected a meaty cab. And I normally only drink Pinot Noir with red wine. It was a, just like a meaty, a meaty cab. I know a lot about fine, fine food and drink. This is a white. Tell me more. I think we really need to discuss friends with benefits and the situationships of it all because this time for you, what is the difference between friends with benefits and situationships? Because I feel like those can be pretty intertwined. They are so they're completely intertwined. Do you believe in friends with benefits? No. I don't either. I Because the only way it works out is a lightning striking kind of situation. I think it works for some people. No, no, it does. But My the clingy thing ass is, the isn't thing is, one of them. No, if you are two people that literally are so emotionally unavailable, you don't want a single thing from a single person. Great. Love. That, but, but that's a, for a, a small probably smidgen of time. Eventually, one of you is going to decide you're emotionally available decide you have feelings catch them and then you're gonna like have all the human responses of like being jealous needy (laughs) all the things and and it's just it's it's what's gonna happen and then the other person responds accordingly and then guess what you end up in a situationship here's the thing if you are making love bumping uglies back beast with two backs bumping peepees okay you're doing any of that (laughs) At some point, one of you is going to be a person. I think in 99.9999% of situations, I think another huge problem with friends with benefits are people, a lot of time women, who go into it lying to themselves. 
because I've done that before. I've been like, oh, yeah, I just and by the way, I do want to hook up. But just what I've realized about myself is I am too since I have a really hard time separating the two. Like I know that about me. So I don't put myself in that situation. But like in the past, like it was probably more college time, like trying to be cool girl. I'm like, yeah, totally chill. I don't want you to like love me at all or talk to me during the day. I just let's hook up. Oh, well, you do lie to yourself all the time when you're in that situation. A new year is a great opportunity for self-care. To be hotter, to be better. Sexier. Stronger, faster. <laughs> through Osea. Osea knows that body care matters. I personally love all their products, but what's your favorite? Honestly, the cleanser I love so much. They've got the scrubs that I love so much. Hyaluronic acid is so fire. I love the Andaria Algae Body Butter because it gives me like glowier, buttery skin, you know? Love. Yeah. And most importantly, because we have so many bad products in the market, Osea's body care is clean, vegan, sustainable, which obviously we both love. Hell yeah. I also use the Undaria Algae Body Butter and I have to say, got a lot of compliments for the people who have been touching my skin, if you know what I mean. Osea's approach has over 27 years of seaweed infused products safe for your skin and the planet. It's clean, vegan, cruelty free, and climate neutral certified. Never choose between your values and your skin. Start the new year fresh with clean vegan skincare and body care from Osea. And right now we have a special discount just for our listeners. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with the code disrespectfully at oseamalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. And who doesn't love free shipping? Yeah, just head to oseamalibu.com and use code disrespectfully for 10% off. That's D-I-S-R-E-S-P-E-C-T-F-U-L-L-Y for 10% off. This episode is proudly brought to you by Lola V, an award-winning hair care line founded by the fabulous Jennifer Aniston, who we all know has the best hair. Imagine this. Jen got tired of the same old struggle we all face, choosing between hair products that work and the ones that are actually good for us. With Lola V, the struggle's no more. I've definitely put my hair through the ringer. Remember the blonde era? Okay. Uh, how mind. could we forget? Colored it, heat styled it, and all of it. Same here. That's why I just chopped my hair off. <laughs> That's why it's crucial to have products that not only repair the look of damage, but also shield it from future harm. And Lola V is all about the naturally derived plant-based goodness. No silicone, sulfates, parabens, or gluten. And of course, cruelty-free and vegan, which again, you all know we love. We love Lola V's bestsellers, the cult classic glossing detangler and perfecting leave-in conditioner. They're your hair's new best friends. Just like besties. us. We're your besties. <laughs> Lola V's your bestie. For a limited time, get an exclusive 15% off your entire order at lolav.com. Just use code disrespectfully at checkout. I'm obsessed with Lola V. I love the shampoo and conditioner and the detangler is really important for me. I we're knew you would like that. We're I obsessed with the would. detangler. I'm like, I'm a big fan of like the hair oil because it's light. Mm -hmm. It's not like going to be crazy waiting down the hair and making it like just greasy mess also i would do anything jen aniston said in regard to hair unlock jennifer aniston approved hair at lolav.com 
As our loyal listeners, you'll get an exclusive 15% off your entire order when you use code disrespectfully at checkout. That's 15% off your order at L-O-L-A-V-I-E.com with promo code D-I-S-R-E-S-P-E-C-T-F-U-L-L-Y. Please know you can only use one promo code per order. Discounts cannot be combined. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. When was your last friends with benefits? Are we calling it friends with benefits or just like a situation? Well, like you said, <laughs> it's the friends with benefit to situationship pipeline. Yeah. I mean, probably <laughs> friends with benefits benefits no one. That's so what, why what are, are the even... benefits? What are the benefits? There aren't. You get your dick wet. And you cry. <laughs> like, that's it. You yeah, you get your dick wet. You get laid. You lose a friend. You lose. a. You also completely destroy the friendship and any chance of you guys remaining friends. You get to see your friend naked. I'm not saying that it has never <laughs> happened in the history of the world, but I just I would like someone write in. Tell us it has not happened. Come in here. We'll interview you. It's just not a thing. They end up being messy. It is a great way to ruin a friendship. Yeah. And if you really feel like you can disconnect and do that and you have coronal needs that you have to meet do it but like it goes from friends with benefits then we're in a situation ship so the other person's one of the people's wanting more and it's not possible which inevitably makes the other person pull away because mm-hmm. they're like hey i thought we were just hanging out i thought we were just chill wait yeah i thought we were cool i thought you were cool <gasps> i'm not cool what made you think that it's like in the breakup when jennifer aniston's like shout out low livy when jennifer aniston's like He's like, you told me on our first date that you don't like flowers. And she's like, every girl likes flowers. Yeah. The amount of like gaslighting and projecting that happens in situationships is like, it's enough to like really make you question your entire existence. I don't think any orgasm is worth the avalanche of bad emotions that follow that. That's why I think as an alternative to... Friends with benefits, situationships. May I offer you the one night stand? <laughs> Sex with strangers. <gasps> okay, the problem with that for me, why one night stands don't work, besides I'm scared of everyone, is <laughs> I, it's not usually good. Like, okay, the one in Vegas that one time was good, but, and I've only, okay. I mean, I've only had a few, but like, have you had truly mind blowing one night stands that you're like, love that for me? Yes. Oh, for sure. Should we talk about the guy in Vegas? Yes, we should. The night that actually the night that I be uh, met Nick, Nick and Nat, Nat, Hold on. Words are hard. I got to hold on. So. The night that I Nick. <laughs> <laughs> wow, we've done a lot of standing. This is a very physical <laughs> podcast. Okay. Day, so if you're not watching it. Okay. The yeah. night that I met Nick and Natalie. That was, she did th- it. There was a lot of ends in that. So you got to give it to me. Okay. The night that I met them. Uh, we were in Vegas. We were doing a party with Patron, and it was so much fun, and there was a lot of sexy people there. You know what I mean? It's like we're at some nightclub. We're at Zook, I think what it's called, Zook, and um, Ariana's with me, and Ariana's like, that guy's so hot, and I was like, that guy is really hot, and apparently he used to play sports. What kind? A sport. <laughs> Pickleball? No. Competitive ballet? What if that was a thing? Ribbon dancer? I want to know what competitive ballet would be like. Are you going to tell us the sport or is it too defining? Or is it going to no, give it away? No, but I don't. I Like, listen, I'm already. I'm already really. It's. Okay. okay. We're not going to talk about the sport. We're going to imagine competitive ballet. This man was very sexy. 
so after we're at this after the club we go hang out everyone goes to like his like room for like an after party and you know one thing led to another yeah i didn't sleep that night i did not sleep a wink that night let's put it that way and so yeah i'm saying like absolutely bag it up rewind who made the first move what do you mean like okay you don't just go from speaking to a stranger to having sex with them so like who like was it something you leaned into you kind of both mutually did it was like a both you it was on you both knew the business (laughs) it was on yeah have you ever spoken we, to him? Have you gone to any of his dance competitions? <laughs> no, 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 no. No, he's out of the, he's out of competition at this point. Okay. This night was beautiful. Would you describe it as making love? No. <laughs> at 4 a.m., it's not what you describe it No, you wouldn't. But it was great. Did you have your setting spray on? No, but I, it's, I, I'm confident that I looked great. I am too. I forgot yeah. about those odds. I like what... Honestly, we're like giving advice on this podcast. We are we giving terrible advice. I don't know, but I like what you're saying about it's real. Whatever it is, this is in opinion based advice. Yeah, let's just be honest about the whole thing. Okay, well, I'm just saying is I think the nice alternative to a situationship, friends with benefits, yeah. is just a a one night stand with a sexy ass person that you're like, I don't care if I don't see you again. That's not even the point. The point is tonight. You never see me again because the alternative <laughs> is months of torture and torment and brain bending and twisting yourself into fucking knots over what this person's thinking and oh my god i'd rather a night a singular night of just like epic pleasure than that of like mediocre d for just whatever let's face it yeah let's just call what it is yeah that's what it is in the few experiences i've had though it's been (laughs) mediocre d except for my vegas experience which you know because it's a one night stand is it ever good comparatively it's mind blowing compared <laughs> comparatively. Yes. Would you say any friends with benefit situation that you've had has always led to a situationship for you? No. There are some people that we've been able to just bring it back to friends. Like we may have like hooked up and we're like, that probably shouldn't have happened. And we should not continue that and we need to just Well, you're in the point that's the point zero zero one. I yeah. I personally haven't. And I mean, my dissertation would be on situationships with people that hate me, that I wanted to love me. But that's before <laughs> I knew myself and I knew my attachment style and why I was going for these unavailable, chaotic people. So I I mean, I have so much knowledge on this and advice to offer because I've experienced so much of it, which was a hell of my own making, by the way. It's just like knew the signs, red flags put my vision pro goggles on, didn't want to see it, wanted to have my browser in front of me and it always ends poorly. And it's and it makes you look at yourself differently. When a situationship ends eventually as they do, you're like, oh my God, I'm, it's something wrong with me. I'm so no. in love. I'm like, no girl, it's, yeah, you're wrong. At, you're bad at making choices for who you're going after, but like, it's not you. I'm always baffled when people are like, so I've been in this like situationship off and on for like three years. I'm like, years wwdd we'll get into it later but like yeah a lot of people write i'm like i've never had a situation ship last more than like three to six months i would say at most at most. i mean like if you find yourself in a thing where a situation ship a thing where someone is not committing their communication is lacking it's 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 that you need to cut it cut it the problem too is that a lot of times the person who wants more knows they know the answer deep down they just don't want to look at it because it's like, scaly have, i know but like it's like a wolf spider 
I don't want to touch you. This is why having some self-respect mm. is like really crucial. It's like, <laughs> are you Australian, mate? It's like any of the creatures that are there, you know? What? Like a box jellyfish. What? I don't know, girl. I speak in tongues am when I, I've been drinking am tequila. I here? I don't know, girl. My favorite way to honestly combat hangovers as a hangover cure I mean, yeah, most people are like, I need like greasy food. And like, while that's like, it might be nice. I think it's not always the best way. It makes me feel kind of worse in a lot of ways. Eating shitty food when you're hungover. I love it. To each their own. But like, I, I like, I'll, I'll maybe fuck with like some French fries. I, what? Ugh, I hate that you don't like French fries. Okay, I honestly, I'm, like, I'm I, popular like, opinion. Like, I'm not. I know, be, but like, I question I'm our gonna friendship. Burned at the fucking stake uh, for this. Uh, I, French fries are. It's the least favorable potato form. Do I you know what pissed me off though scallop, about mash. you? Tell me. <laughs> Tell me. When we were in England, <laughs> McDonald's French fries are different. No, 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 no. And we were eating fish and chips, and we were sharing it, and you were. We shouldn't have shared. I was starving. Okay, and also to be fair, I, I was like, she doesn't even like French fries. She doesn't even like French fries, and she's eating these so quickly. I can't even keep up with her. She's eating like and that pea mint mash, Ugh, delicious. Okay, I know, but I was like, she doesn't even like French fries. Okay, you what know the fuck me. is happening right now? I am an incredibly. I was like, slow down. I am an incredibly ornery person <laughs> when it hell? comes. Hanger joke. We talk about this. Hanger is not like a cute thing with me. It's a rabid dog thing with me. I was no. very hungry. We were hungover. We shared a fish and chip, which is psychotic. Why did we share? We should have gotten our own. I know, but you ate it at a speed that I've never seen. That I'm aware. I know. Mean, and you let that be. You weren't subtle about it. You trust me. You let me know. You you fish and chip shamed me, which was fucking wild. And I was like, bitch, I'm star. I'm sorry. I'm fucking hungry. Like, what do you want me to do about this? And I don't like French fries. I only like McDonald's and Red Robin. Oh, my God. They're discontinuing the sweet and sour sauce. I saw. So McDonald's. I like them with the sweet and sour sauce, which is disgusting. And at Red Robin, the campfire sauce. Other than that, I don't fuck with French fries. What is They're... campfire sauce? <laughs> it's basically a mayo-based like cream with maybe a little barbecue. I don't know what it is. It's miraculous. Oh, I would I drink this... it. I like the name. Oh, it's delicious. Okay. So those are the only ones. But yeah, so a French fry. I don't know. It's just I any other kind of potato fuck me up. But that one, no. Have you seen the, the reel that I posted about like potatoes that I would date or marry? Yeah. Well, I would be divorced. <laughs> the fries. one with the French fries, it's like, um, you're different every time I see you. Mm-hmm. French fries, like I, I can, I could make a meal out of them every time. Leia's so, sweating, beads of sweat right now. And she's like, we don't have a podcast. No, we do. Do we? We have a show. We have a shit show. <laughs> can I tell you my newest dating hack? Smelling better naked hot. Thanks to our sponsor, Lumi. You can smell good with or without clothes all year long. Lumi is a game changing whole body deodorant designed by an OBGYN not only on pits but also feet, privates, and everywhere else we get odor. No matter where you use it, Lumi is clinically proven to block odor all day, all thanks to its one-of-a-kind pH-optimized formula. And they've got over 275,000 five-star reviews to show for it. Make the switch to Lumi and you'll go into each date or just everyday life with head to toe confidence. Literally. Wow. New customers get $5 off Lumi's starter pack with our exclusive code and link. Use code disrespectfully at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T dot com. 
toasted coconut oh Oh, did you yes obsessed with the toasted coconut fragrance you can just tell it's clean and light but you smell so yummy you smell so yummy you can put it anywhere and you know like anywhere guys really like yummy smells yeah they do if you want to smell like a literal snack if you want to smell like a dessert i personally love that it's a whole body deodorant it's baking soda free paraben free it's ph balance which is so important for our cookies and it's safe to use below the belt. I also love that it was created by an OBGYN and is clinically proven to block odor all day and control odor for up to 72 hours. Lumi is formulated and powered by mandelic acid to stop odor before it starts. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like a mini body wash and deodorant wipes. And the best part? Free shipping. We love free shipping. As special offer for our listeners, new customers get $5 off Lumi starter pack with code disrespectfully at lumideodorant.com. That equates to over 40% off your starter pack when you visit lumideodorant.com and use code D-I-S-R-E-S-P-E-C-T-F-U-L-Y. Are you that one friend in the friend group that loves to treat yourself? It's okay. Honestly, we all do it. That's us. I'm Mrs. Treat herself. Are you you are. I'm like, I'm like getting massage every like two weeks, pedicure. Like I have no problem indulging in the treat yourself lifestyle. Enter ZocDoc, the place where you can find and book tens of thousands of top tier doctors, all with verified patient reviews. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you. And instantly book appointments with them online. What a concept. Once you find the doc you want, you can book with them immediately. There's no waiting awkwardly on hold with a receptionist, which, ugh, how much do you put off those calls just because you have to talk to a human person? what I'm saying. No, thank you. These docs have all verified reviews from actual real patients. And we're talking about booking appointments with tens of thousands of top rated patient reviewed credible doctors and specialists because, you know... We need reviews. You can filter specifically for ones who take your insurance, are located near you, and treat basically any condition you're searching for. The typical wait time to see a doctor booked on ZocDoc is between just 24 and 72 hours. That's it. You can even score same day appointments. This has made doctor's appointments so much easier for me. Like I sometimes you put off going to the doctor because it's you don't want to deal with all the hubbub and this just completely cuts out the mess. It makes it super simplified. Especially when you're just like I really like this has been like bothering me for a while. It's always like a dental issue. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And like you want to know who's in your area like you can ask your friends but they live in another part of town and that's just not helpful. ZocDoc it is. And they really come through. Go to ZocDoc dot com slash disrespectfully and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash disrespectfully. ZocDoc dot com slash D-I-S-R-E-S-P-E-C-T-F-U-L-L-Y. We all know you're a fan of the the bud. People always think because my dry red eyes that I am high all the time. I'm not. I cannot smoke weed. I've tried it in every form. I've eaten every edible. My first boyfriend that I did for three years was a drug dealer. Like I've since I was 16 years old, like I've been exposed to it. It is not for me. It's not my drug. I freak out. It has I get paranoid. Can't do it. But I'm jealous of people who are hungover and can smoke. Like I said, my favorite way to consume it is by like edibles or drinking it. Well, this is a new one. This one. Uh, I won't. On ad, whatever it's Can they bread. sponsor us? Breads? Breads. It's 2.5 us. 
milligrams of THC and five milligrams of CBD and and it's lion's mane. So it's not like it's not like psychedelic uh, mushrooms. It's like lion's mane. The last time I consumed cannabis, Courtney, her partner is works for a, a cannabis distributor in Oregon. And when I had to drive to Seattle during the pandemic for my niece to be born, which was a fucking nightmare in and of itself, I stopped in Portland where they live. And I was having trouble sleeping at the time. So he gave me these gummies and he cut them in half for me. So they were 2.5. Okay, that's nothing. And I ate one and I remember waking up and I was stoned and like not feeling well and rolling around. And then I heard Lenny, my niece, love of my life, crying at like three in the morning. And I remember having this moment of complete panic being like, if my sister comes downstairs right now for my assistance, I am stoned and I can't do this. And it was like such a gross feeling. So that's when I gave up on it officially. Actually, then I drove back to California and I smoked a joint with Courtney. We watched a really scary true crime documentary and I stood up out of bed and I was like, I don't want to be high anymore. I don't want to be high anymore. The edibles can like really turn on you. But I, now that they're like so dosed out in a very like. No, it's like you way. go and it looks like a crate and barrel. These stores mm-hmm. that are. No, before, we, before someone's like, here's a cookie and you're like, am I going to die? And they're like, yeah, I would. They're like, start off small. You're like, what is small? Half a bite. They're like, I mean, Whatever you feel, and you would bite into it, and the thing would taste. I do you remember what that would taste like? Oh yeah, it tastes like like weed on yeah. syrup. You could taste it. You knew because the butter would just it would just it would it would not taste like a cookie. It would just taste like you were just eating weed. Oh, in your twenties, you didn't know what you were consuming. I remember eating a cookie. I ate half of it, half thinking like First that's mistake. that's small. That's small. Well, it was small. It was a cookie. How high were you for how <laughs> um, many days? <laughs> I sat on my floor <laughs> and I put my head on my knees. As one does. And I got stuck <laughs> for like an hour. No, it was maybe five minutes, but it felt like an hour. I was like, I can't. My head's stuck. Kind of like right now. Should we do some breath work? Should we get on the floor and do some child's pose? No, but you know when you go like this, you're like, this feels good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. My head felt a hundred pounds. I couldn't lift it. I feel like you know this story and I have to protect the innocent because <laughs> that's how I feel about I'll t- <laughs> I feel about the person they said <laughs> you sound like you just sucked a helium balloon down <laughs> the story is about <laughs> mom have you heard this oh yeah <laughs> okay so to protect the innocent I'm not going to say yeah. who this happened to 100 milligrams no 100. it was 300 oh, I thought it was 100 nope oh it was 300 it was 300 okay was right. so there is that is a lot there is a oh 10 milligrams two and a half i almost died please hold 20 i will i will be on in outer space please hold hi we're recording and i'm talking to you we're talking about weed is it okay if i tell your mom's story if i don't say your name or that it's your mom yeah okay obsessed (laughs) we love you love you call you after bye we have a friend's mom that what had been out of town and you know she had been staying there and for some reason she had a weed granola bar that was 300 milligrams which that is a psychotic amount for an edible why in one like one whole snack i don't know 300 milligrams unnecessary so she got home and she was very hungry so she went to the fridge (laughs) the mom and she ate the granola bar the whole thing and 
it obviously was stale and tasted like ass. So we all wonder to this day, like why she did that. So our friend goes to the fridge not long after and realizes the granola bar is gone. And she starts asking around to her parents. She's like, did someone eat this? And her mom was like, yeah, I ate it. And she was like, mom, this that there was weed in that whatever. And her mom was like, um, you know, I'm just going to go to bed. I'll be fine. (laughs) Her mom woke her dad up at like three in the morning, hands on her chest, clinging for dear life and goes, all she could get out was nine, one, one. Ambulance came, had to take her to the hospital. (laughs) She was in the hospital for two days, stoned out of her fucking mind, seeing spots on the ceiling, whatever. So anyone who says that weed isn't harmless, don't eat 300 milligrams. Well, I mean, yeah, it's not harmless. Again, moderation, my people, like, do not, with any kind of drug, psychedelic, any, like anything. Everyone in like the 70s and 60s when they were doing this stuff got it wrong. Like you weren't, you're not supposed to swim in the cosmos. You're not supposed to be in outer space. You're not like, I think microdosing was always the way it was meant to be. You're supposed to experience like the effects in very small doses and, and the, the positive effects that they have in small doses. Not Which is why we were so crazy. fucking stupid in our 20s because we were all just like, yeah, bruh, let's do it. And it's like, now it's like, no, no. Tiny, but, tiny no, but even back in the day, I remember someone that I know. <laughs> The only time they ever smoked weed, it was like laced with like opium or something. And they're like, never again. And I was like, well, no shit. I was like, well, I don't blame you. I'm going to ask her about it next time. I the see first her. time I ever smoked weed, it had like it was laced with some like psycho shit. I would be like, oh, the first time I smoked weed was with my ex-boyfriend, the drug dealer. And it was out of a Coca-Cola nice. can. Nice. And he oh. poked the holes in it. And I went insane. But it's because... I think just because weed wasn't my drug, like we were totally sober besides that. Also so pathetic. We were broken up at the time and I wanted him to love me. So I was like, no, you can smoke. It's fine. I'll smoke with you. So we smoked it out of a can and we were at a park and I went insane and I puked because like that's I mean. And also I probably did several hits, which again, not microdosing. No one needs several doses or several hits is like normal. right? I know, but I was a baby that doesn't like weed. smoking out of a can, smoking out of an apple like we should be dead. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, fuck the hot dogs we've consumed. This is, this is what no gets us. the 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 amount of weed I've smoked off of an aluminum can. If I die some dumb way, I'm gonna be pissed. I'm gonna be pissed. Tell me who your dream blunt rotation is. I want a rotation of well Rihanna because like hello hello you go first. I want to hear what you have to say. I don't smoke, but dream blunt rotation is just a thing. I saw someone on TikTok say their nightmare. Blunt rotation where all these like Swifties at the Grammys that record themselves reacting to her thing and like having a conniption. Mm. Mine would basically be Beyonce five times, just all around the circle. But <laughs> if I have to, mine would be Rihanna, yeah, Beyonce, whoa, Jeff Goldblum, <laughs> who we should have had in the daddy list. I'm mad we. Didn't... If you're not watching this, she just did you see Jeff, Jeff Goldblum at the Super Bowl when they yeah, showed him on those? He was so cute. Okay, anyways, oh, continue. Daddy. Sarah Paulson. Nice. Deeply obsessed with her. She's so funny and cool. And her relationship is. Yeah, I love it. And Paris Hilton. <gasps> okay, I've given this a lot of thought. Okay, Paris I just, Hilton, that's a good one. Thank you for saying that. I thought I would get trolled over that, but we don't care about anyone else's opinion but her own. No. Um, so I just finished her book. 
right was amazing she is such a smart woman but she's also obviously gotten into some shit in her days why wouldn't you want to hear those stories that's hot that's hot so i think that'd be mine okay that's a big that's a big rotation you can sit in mine if you want i will can i smoke weed with like obama i know i was gonna say that too but i know he's admitted to smoking weed so yeah that's i mean michael buble because like the man (laughs) michael buble what the did you watch him at the the fuck are you talking about he likes do you want him to sing christmas songs no but he looks like he's fun wait he was on a hockey and he was on mushrooms mushrooms love right no but he just he's funny as fuck Michael Bublé is the last person on planet Earth I thought you'd say, so that's actually a very good one. No, but the man has balls. He did a press conference, and Will Arnett's like, dude. Yeah, he was shrooming his dick off and basically was yeah, like... Yeah, so you don't, you're saying you wouldn't sit in a blunt rotation with him? Yeah, no, I would. Okay, exactly. Just never would have. So stop... Out of all the people in the cosmos, that's just not who I would have plucked, but I I'm just, it. I'm just, I'm throwing it out there. He's, he's fresh on my brain. I was like, you know what? You can come sit in my blunt. I don't know. Like, who the fuck am I supposed to say? Like, okay, so it's going to be Michael. <laughs> Barack Obama. Rihanna. <laughs> Who's it going to be? Can they be dead? Yes. Okay, it's the same person I'd want to have dinner with. Okay. Anthony Bourdain. Yes. <sighs> always. I want, I just want to always hang out with that man. Oh, God. <sighs> Girl, relax. <laughs> <laughs> he is actually above ld above it's like oh yeah he is daddy oh, and oh. there's 10 empty spaces oh. and then there's mm-hmm. all my weird ones anthony bourdain is yeah. just one of the coolest did you watch roadrunner yes oh, oh really yeah no i know but Too that dark. one i would watch that after i watched everything else but it, i had to watch it okay yeah. my entire group <clears throat> just got pushed off the plank because anthony bourdain mm-hmm. is such a fucking good one oh i'm so mad i didn't no, think of he's, that he's always i can't posthumously talk about someone i want to bone so it's like not respectful but fuck fuck (laughs) what other dead people would make the list there's so many dead people kurt cobain would be a huge one for me didn't think he was drugs but i'm a huge nirvana fan yeah and and obviously being from seattle but jeff buckley who's jeff buckley no disrespect singer for who? Art. For himself, bitch. What the fuck? <laughs> Wait, I'm gonna Google. Do you guys know who the fuck that? I am well, so disappointed name. in you. His first name. He's like one of the greatest, like singer, like artists, like songwriters. Okay, let's like, see. You're really upsetting me right now. This one. This one. This one. <clears throat> Where's my lighter? Mm. I trust you. Don't. 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 Otis Redding. Would probably okay. be one for mine. Okay, love. Marilyn Monroe. Amy, Amy Winehouse. Winehouse. Wow. Ooh, okay, so when we were seeing a movie on Valentine's Day, we saw a trailer for a movie about her. And Packed I wonder black. how, yeah. which, ugh, the title, everything about it. Her whole discography. My God, what a talent. People come here to laugh, to cry, to feel. And we're bumming them out right now with all these okay, well, hot we dead can, people. We can, you know. Hot, talented, dead. I got people to put in the basement. You always have people to put in the basement. I will say when I was walking into the studio this morning, a because people comment, they're like, bikes need to be loud so other drivers are aware of them. And I get that to an extent, but you can tell when it's unnecessary. And one rode by the building and it just found my spine. Who's in your basement this week? Trash bag people. 
if you're if you have like a significant other, do not text people inappropriate things. How about that? I know who you're talking about. What a concept. How about that? Valentine's Day was super revealing. It was very revealing. And also, like, don't ever think I'm not going to fucking find out. Because well, I will. Yeah, you will. Like, whatever is done in the dark comes to light. But on Valentine's Day, if you've well, been sending was, someone It wasn't emojis, just on Valentine's Day. This was maybe a few days before. But there's also some shit that... Valentine's Day was just a revealing day. I'm like, oh, all you... All you do is have girlfriends? That's weird. Mm-hmm. That's That shit's weird. <laughs> That's fucking weird. That's weird. <laughs> so Why the fuck are you texting me? Okay, anyways. Yours are basically the Oscar Grouch crowd. Yeah. Oscar the Grouch in the basement. Yeah. Yeah, don't be sending people flame emojis if you're in a relationship. Got it. <laughs> like, I wish it was just flame emojis. It's pretty gross. Mine is my upstairs neighbor because they've basically been doing the river dance since they moved in. And it's shocking to the point that I've had to smack a broom on the ceiling. I never wanted to be this woman, never wanted to be this person. And I have been put in this position. People who are loud, who live above you, who are not respectful. So these are both general basements, but we can put whoever the fuck we want in our basement. Yeah, especially shitty dudes. Mm -hmm. I'm not bitter. I'm just saying you fucking suck. Should we dub dub DD? Yeah, let's dub dub D. Okay. Anonymous says, Hey there, I'm a 24 year old female about to graduate college and go on for my master's. I've been with my boyfriend for three years. Over that time, I did a lot of self work and I don't think we have a future. Our day to day is pleasant and easy. I don't know how to go about breaking up this comfortable life we've made for ourselves. We also share an apartment. He would likely leave if we split as I lived here first. How do you break up when nothing is really wrong? You just don't know if it's your forever person. I love the pod. Thank you for all that you do. Here's the thing. First of all, if you've done a lot of self-work and your partner hasn't, that means you're probably growing and they're not. Yeah. So it doesn't need to be this big catastrophic thing to happen for a breakup to be necessary. Like those breakups are hard. They are when nothing really terrible happened. But also 24, you say 24F, that's what you wrote out here. That to me means 24 fetus because you're such (laughs) a baby and so young that you need to have so many other life experiences, in my opinion. And the thing is, if you and this person are meant to be, you'll reconnect. But to me, it sounds like you're more worried about the logistics of it. Like if your biggest concern is that you live together and you want to know what that's going to look like, you probably shouldn't be in that relationship. No, and I think it's really great that you are young and being so intuitive Mm -hmm. about what's right for you and you're recognizing that. And I think you should heavily lean into that because it's going to serve you so great in life. So trust that. Don't worry about it. You can't fuck up what's not meant for you. So Mm -hmm. Michelle says, hi, girlies. Love you. I was in a situation for two years with a family friend. Before we took a six-month break, last week he asked me out on an official date. I was excited until he revealed that he had asked when he was wasted. Oh, God. And saw it the next day. He said he was meant to go on this date. It was meant to happen. I thought I wanted something serious with him. I feel like he isn't ready. I'm guessing that means when he was wasted, that's what he said. Okay. Also, is he like a fucking oracle? What do you mean? I feel like I was meant to go on this date. 
is a date ever really that deep? That's mm-hmm. crazy. Red flag number one. If that's how he feels in hindsight, why would he say like, oh, I was wasted when I asked you that? Like, darling, if someone said that to me, <sighs> actually, I don't want to go on a date with you, which a date is not even that serious. Because they were wasted, blocked immediately. Yeah, he's like, oh, I was wasted when I asked you. Uh, that's all you need to know. Him say he that that's him basically saying like I don't want to go out with you. I didn't mean that. Not to mention she's saying that they were in a situationship for two years prior uh, to this. Girl, bye. Sorry, you two years. Two. The man had not asked you out on a date in two years. The writing is all over the walls. You're amazing. You deserve more than that. That's crazy. So you there's nothing to ponder. You you're not sure if he's not ready. Mm-hmm. He literally is spray painting. I'm not ready on your car. Do not speak to this person anymore. You're no. Michelle. You're done with this person. You deserve more. Yeah, don't do don't allow this to continue. Honestly. Ugh. You're voted I'm, off I'm sorry. Island. I'm sorry, but like, yeah, this is terrible. Also, that's a bad feeling, but a learning lesson. Like, it doesn't matter how much time you put in with someone. People love to expose themselves. He's literally telling you who he is. So please make room in your life for someone that wants to be there. Mm-hmm. My God. Anonymous says, I've been best friends with this girl since high school, 17 years, and her wife gives me the worst gut feeling around her. The wife passive aggressively digs to and about my friend around myself and my husband. I don't know how to navigate around a conversation with my friend about how I don't like her wife because I don't want to lose the friendship with her. How do you start the conversation? By the way, I love the pod. It is my saving grace during my work commute. Okay, this is a tough one. It's like when you don't like someone's partner, spouse, boyfriend, Mm -hmm. girlfriend, whatever. I don't know. I feel like it's sometimes it's hard for me to give advice on this because some people are different, but I'm very direct. So I would come at it from a very non-threatening place because that could put someone on the defensive and just say like, hey, I love you. I really care about our relationship, but there are concerns that I have. And obviously they're married, so probably not going anywhere, but just be honest about how you're feeling and Also, I'm kind of confused by this person's wording here because the wife is talking shit about her wife in front of the friend. I would be like, hey, I want to be sensitive about this. Your wife talks shit about you. Whenever someone's spouse talks shit about they're in front of other people so comfortably, it's always a little (laughs) off-putting. Especially their friends. Yeah. Like, okay, it's one thing to talk shit about your person to your friends because you're (laughs) renting, but to talk shit about their person to their that person's long-term yeah. friends is a really it's moving really weird one like is if it like when tom and i were together if he would come to like saucy or even to you and be like katie and i would be like excuse me no, no no yeah i would never allow that to happen so i'd say personally for me you have to have the conversation just try to be as sensitive as you can but I mean, this unfortunately might end up being a friendship you have to distance yourself with when people choose their partner. They do. So you have to decide for yourself, like if mm-hmm. it's still worth it or not. No, I agree. Tough situation. Though. It is, no, that's it, not fun. But I think you got to choose what's best for you. Anano says, hi, y'all. Love you. I got out of a six year relationship in September 2022. I've been single by choice since then, but fucking around some. Hell yeah. <laughs> now I'm ready to find something a bit more real and consistent. Doesn't need to be love, but I'm definitely lonely and wanting to date. I I literally cannot find one motherfucking person. <laughs> the apps are heinous. Oh, right. I don't have anyone from my past I'm interested in. How do I meet people? Organically would be nice. LOL. It must be somewhat easy as a celeb. But DMing isn't 
a thing for normal folks, really. LOL. Thoughts. XOXO. Gossip girl. <laughs> I love the way that was word, worded. So I like the LOLs. Don't limit yourself. What are you talking about? <laughs> Dude, it's DMing is for everyone. It's for everyone. And it's hard out there for everybody. Are you joking? I'm n- not exactly winning <laughs> any of it. I'm not on apps because I hate the apps. I feel like it's a sport for most people and I don't want to partake in it. So like, yeah, I mean, you have to just put yourself out there and be bold and be willing to be rejected at every chance. So like, I think. (sighs) Did you hear about the class action lawsuit for Tinder? No. There's a bunch of people suing Tinder right now for making an addictive app that it's designed to not make you find love. Like they're obviously wanting to keep people on the app, which obviously we all knew that. And I've recently deleted all the apps. So I think that's really funny, but I don't care who you are, what app you're on. Apps are difficult for anyone. And I do think, like Katie said, you just have to be bold. Slide mm-hmm. into a DM, engage in a conversation you wouldn't normally when you're out in the world. It doesn't just have to be at a bar, but like also keep in mind, it's hard for everyone. Dating mm-hmm. in 2024 is... It not matter who you are. It's literally because, again, people are so unserious about everything that like at the end of the day like if you're looking for something that you want to be consistent and all that like that is hard to find the bar is in hell the bar is in hell so like if you that's what you're looking for doesn't matter who you are it that is so rare <laughs> i guess if we had the magic answer to where you meet your soulmate we would both have our soulmates in our life so true that. you know <laughs> i think that's the best advice we can give at this point but we'll let you know if we find somewhere better Anonymous says, I'm struggling to gain insight into where the line is in taking a chance on love versus changing myself or being too accommodating. Short context. I'm not super experienced with formal relationships despite being 41. Yikes, I know. I've always been very happy with casual relationships only. My current person and I have dated for about five years. We both are very independent introverts. One thing I struggle with is where is the line between opening myself up to developing a deeper relationship versus compromising my own needs? For example, I chose to take an apartment closer to him when I was moving, which he suggested I do over a spot I absolutely loved. It's turned out to be a good choice so far, but I'm concerned little concessions will turn me into a Stepford wife. On the other hand, am I just getting in my own way and putting up boundaries to protect myself that don't really need to be there? How do you know or identify if you've crossed the line? Uh, I think you're maybe overthinking things a little bit. Stop overthinking it. Maybe trust your gut. And like, I think just whatever you're comfortable with as well, too. I think, yeah, there is there is a bit of like letting go and giving yourself a bit of grace in that, too. Does that make sense? Yeah. No, I was going to say the same thing. And it's always easy as an overthinker to spot (laughs) another overthinker. And I am the queen. That's my other dissertation is on overthinking. If it is interesting to me that you're saying this is casual and you've this person has been in your life for five years. If that's what worked for you guys and you want to maintain your independence, that's fine. But it sounds like also if you're making choices in your life to like live near this person or whatever and it's gone well, perhaps you do want more and it's okay to let that happen. I don't see you as turning into a Stepford wife ever because you have that self-awareness. So I think you have to define where the line is for you. And if once you define it, you'll know if you cross that line Mm -hmm. intuitively. But Again, I don't really see you as doing that because it seems like you're very self-aware in the situation. Just stop overthinking it. Get out of your head. It seems like you're, you know, in control and you're, yeah, self-aware. So I think just maintain that. There's always boundaries too as Mm -hmm. well that you can like put up 
if you need to. So just keep doing what you're doing, but just don't don't overthink it. Mm-mm. Truly, trust yourself. This last one comes from Jen. Jen says, first off, love you both. Love you, Jen. We love you, Jen. <laughs> now for my problem. This might sound familiar, but on a much smaller scale. A couple of years ago, my best friend at the time, who I really loved and cared for, lied to my face. And long story short, went behind my back and pursued a guy I was dating on and off for three years, starting right after my divorce. I really think at the time I loved him and would end up with him even after all the shit he put me through. When I found out, I cut them both off, well, cut them both out and have moved on with my life. She will continue to text me once in a while over little things, trying to spark conversations. She has apologized multiple times and I forgive, but that doesn't mean I need to be her friend. Now our mutual friend is getting married and I'm planning a wedding for her. She's still friends with this person, so I need to suck it up and be around her, play nice. What are your tips on being around people who have wronged you to your core and keep a smile on your face. Well, I have a lot of practice around being people, being around people I don't fucking like. Uh, <laughs> listen, you don't have to forgive this person. You don't have to like this person. You don't have to be friends with this person. But for the sake of your mutual friend, you do need to just be around this person. So fake the funk, have some alcohol, whatever you need to do to self-soothe just to take this person in for that short amount of time, just do that. Smile. Be an actor. <laughs> Be a thespian. Thespian. Um, I'm not good at this. I can't fake the funk. I can't either. But I know, but for two dates. But also, so neutrality. You don't have to be overly welcoming or warm. No. You do sometimes you have to do it for the sake of someone else. So just keep it cute, keep it simple, limit your interactions. I'm guessing based off how this person texts you, they're going to try and engage you more than you're comfortable with. True. So be prepared for that. I would say like, hey, listen, what happened happened. We're not going to talk about it here. This is not the time or place. I, you know, I don't really feel like talking about it. I feel like I want to keep it just cool. Focused on the third front. Yeah, and then in between us, like, you know, I'm I'm protecting myself, my peace, whatever. Like, I'm cool with you. Just, you know, like, I'm cool with you. There's no, there's no bad shit here Mm-mm. between us. Like, let them know shit is cool, but like, you don't feel like engaging. You don't want to talk about shit. That's how it's going to be. You're there for your friend and that's who you're there for. You're not there for each other. So. Right. And also, on. I'm sorry that happened to you. That's so shady and ridiculous. And she obviously knows she's wrong. So try your best to keep it cute. I've personally never been good at that. Do your best. I'm I'm not a master of it, but I've no. had to. Master of none. Do it. Okay. We need it in this episode because I have to pee. But you guys keep <laughs> writing in disrespectfully pod at Gmail. Keep it short and sweet. We love hearing from you. Yeah. Okay. Love you. Bye. This episode's a mess. <laughs> Babe, you're going to see the power of women, like disrespectfully. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.